This episode of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast is brought to you by Gama. Are you looking for a solution to coat your most difficult products with no touch-up? Then Gama's dynamic contouring equipment is the right solution for you. Unlike robotic coating, dynamic contouring allows greater flexibility without all the programming hassle, while correctly positioning each powder gun to automatically coat your parts. For more information, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. Hello, all you powder coating fans, and welcome to the fourth edition of Ask Joe Powder Podcast. Thank you for taking time to join us. I'm your host, Joe Powder, aka Kevin Biller. And with me is my esteemed colleague and sidekick, Nathan. He's our powder coating formulator dude. Hey. We're broadcasting from the PCR Group Studios in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. The purpose of the Astro Powder Podcast is to bring news and technical know-how to the global powder coating community. Now let's get rolling. But before we do... I'd like to give a shout out to my friends at PCI Magazine and their new podcast called Code It. It's a cool broadcast that features interviews with coatings industry experts on the latest trends in our industry. It's hosted by the inimitable Christian Johansson, and you can find it at their website, www.pcimag.com. Click on their multimedia tab the top of their opening page, and you'll find it. Next bit of news, kind of sad, my friends. Uh, we lost uh, a, a great colleague, uh, a wonderful person in our our industry. Um, April 16th, Edmund Mon from uh, Sherwin-Williams Technical Department uh, passed away. He was a good friend, and a great powder coating colleague. What comes to mind when you think of Edmund, you know, we, we talk about gentlemen. Edmund was a gentleman, and uh, we will miss you dearly, my friend. Now it's time for the guess what and all the latest news in the industry. European Coatings Journal is reporting that the University of Central Florida is working on a protective coating and include a novel mask material that'll catch the virus and kill it within seconds. Basically creating nanostructures that can capture the virus and then trigger a chemical reaction using ultraviolet light to destroy it. If it's successful, the coating could be added to masks, gloves, and gowns, which could keep healthcare providers safer as they battle COVID-19. There's more information on the UCF website. Nippon Paint and Corning Incorporated have developed a special coating to protect people from picking up viruses from painted surfaces. They use Corning's Guardian Antimicrobial Particles, which were developed by Corning. Okay, and here's uh, here's another one from our genius market research firms. Uh, they 
They tell us that alcohol-based hand sanitizer market to witness positive growth. You think? Well, thank you, Mr. Obvious. That was very helpful. All right, what gets you mad this week, Joe? Well, today, I'm not going to talk about what things get me mad. Today, I'm going to talk about what makes me smile. What makes me smile, Parter Coding fans, is how everyone, including big coatings companies and the chemical manufacturers, how they're pitching in to help the world deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. And here's a few examples. PPG commits to more than $1.5 million to support global COVID-19 relief efforts. What they're doing here is really cool. Let me tell you why. Uh, here, here's some of the things that they've donated money to. Feeding America to help food banks. Uh, also, the International Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies. Um, they're providing funds for the Chinese Red Cross Foundation. They're also working with uh, emerging community relief efforts, Pittsburgh Area Crisis Support, the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, and the Pittsburgh Foundation to aid nonprofits in, in providing emergency services. It's a it's a wonderful thing that they're they're putting the money where the where the help's needed. Uh, here's another example. BASF donates more than a hundred million protective masks. Here's more about our alcohol-based gel production. Arkema pitches in with a, a production line to make these materials at their Rhone Alps region in France. Louvrezol Corporation, they're donating $200 million to support COVID-19 needs globally. It's, it's just amazing what these people are doing. And uh, our hats go off to everyone who's doing something to make the world a better place during these troubling times with uh, COVID-19. Hey, thanks for that. It sounds like some actual good news for once. And now let's take some questions from our listeners. This first one comes from Jeffrey in Los Angeles. He says, Hey Joe, I'm building a single-family high-end home nine blocks from the beach in the Venice area of Los Angeles. The fabricator I've hired recommends the embedded frame and the grating be aluminum and the powder coating a dark bronze for aesthetic reasons for my architectural finish application. Do you see any inherent issues if the substrate is prepared properly and the powder coating is applied properly with powder coating finish coming off in years to come? Are there any key questions I can ask the fabricator? The fabricator sends the material to the powder coater for application once the frame and grating is fabricated. Thank you. Jeffrey. You ask great questions and are very wise to proactively consider these issues before the construction commences and it would be too late for modifications. I think you really have a good understanding that it's imperative to get the coding system right to ensure the performance that you expect. Okay, so number one, find a reputable finisher. Uh, this will be someone who is certified to apply AMA 2605 finishes. All right, and what's a, what does AMA 2605 mean? Okay, the, the AMA stands for the American Architectural Manufacturers Association, and this 
particular specification calls for 10 years durability of the coating in a South Florida environment. Um, looking across the world, uh, the Qualicoat Class 3 specification is very similar as it asks for 10 years durability as well. So finding a reputable finisher, they're going to have a highly controlled metal pretreatment process, which is going to ensure excellent adhesion and furthermore, a high degree of corrosion resistance for the coating. They may or may not use a high quality primer, and they'll follow that with a liquid or powder coating that has been qualified to meet this AMA 2605 specification. Accept no less and get the warranty in writing. As far as the powder coating manufacturers, there's a, there's a few of them that produce powder coatings that meet the 2605 specification. Your coder should know who they are. Uh, and if you want to find out more about them, you can go online. They're pretty easy to find on the internet. So kudos for your forethought and making sure the coatings on your new abode meet the demanding requirements of coast of Southern California. Let me know if you have any further questions. And he does have a further question. Here's the follow-up from Jeffrey. He says, thanks for the answer. I appreciate it. I'll definitely make sure the fabricator I contract with is using a finisher who will use a coating system meeting AMA 2605 standards. Is there a reason you didn't mention Arkema slash Kynar, which meets the AMA 2605 standard? And one more question. The finisher tells me today that he's using a thermoset 2605 powder for my job. The next concern or question is, do you think there will be a possible issue with electrolytic corrosion on the angle aluminum with 4-inch headed studs to embed in concrete? My research tells me aluminum and concrete is bad, but if it's coated well, there won't be a corrosion problem. Do you have an opinion about that? Regarding your uh, question about Arkema and Kynar, well, here's the scoop. AMA 2605 coating specification uh, is for both liquid and powder coatings. In liquid paint technology, the by far the standard is using 70% Kynar 500, which is a floral polymer resin from Arkema. In powder coatings, we have an option to use either a Kynar-based solid resin or, more commonly, a Lumiflon fluoropolymer, which is produced by AGC Chemicals. The Lumiflon technology is thermoset-based and is cured with a urethane crosslinker, whereas the Kynar technology is a thermoplastic. Thermoplastic Kynar is much more common in the liquid paint world. In the, the powder coating industry, we typically formulate with thermosetting materials and consequently uh, the Lumifon material is uh, more common. As for your second question, I agree that aluminum in concrete is a, it's a rather unwise juxtaposition of materials. Here's what I suggest. I think your installer should drill oversized holes in the concrete and fill around the aluminum with a high-quality polyurethane. This will anchor the aluminum, but also isolate it essentially from the, the concrete. 
Without this isolation, I don't think the coating will last very long to protect the aluminum. Warm regards, as it's, we all know, it's always sunny in Southern California. Joe Powder. Now a word from our sponsor. Gamers Optiflex Pro Manual Gun uses Power Boost technology, which gives you the industry's highest charging power at 110,000 volts and 110 microamps, allowing for faster and more efficient powder coating. We're handing you more power, more quality, and more control. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with GAMA. Our next question comes from Matthew in Malta. It says, Dear Mr. Joe Powder, Recently I've been experiencing a crater problem on all the powders I try. So far I've changed the three filters one prior to the dryer and two after. The compressor, air dryer, and filters are all new, installed three years ago, and have been maintained according to the manufacturer. I tried eight different polyester powders. I only used epoxy primer and polyester top coats from a local supplier for the last five years. What I noticed is the craters and fish eyes are mostly on vertical surfaces. The sides and bottom are not affected as much. I tried to use a different compressor, different powder gun, three different ovens, which are a few meters apart, all with the same results. I removed any liquid paint, closed everything in the room, cleaned the powder coating area, dismantled the powder gun, changed the powder hose from the hopper to the gun. If I powder coat on a hot substrate, the craters won't appear. I'm running out of options. Kindly, I'd like you to offer your perspective and maybe other solutions. Thank you. Matthew, oh my goodness, my heart goes out to you. Chasing phantom craters can drive someone crazy. Not only drive them crazy, but seriously affect your your productivity. And really, bottom line, it affects your business. So, I got to tell you though, all the approaches you took are wise, very logical. That's exactly what I would have suggested if you hadn't told me you've done all those things. So you've you've done all your homework, and uh, it's time to look at maybe some not-so-obvious sources of cratering. Okay. So crazy as this may seem, craters can come from a variety of personal care products. Sometimes a, a hand lotion or antiperspirant or even some kind of cologne can cause craters. I've seen cratering from contaminated ambient air as well, but it sounds like you've sealed off your area and and you've been uh, still experiencing uh, this sporadic incidence of craters. So these are just a couple ideas, and let me know if any of them help. Here's the reply from Matthew. He says, Dear Joe, I may not have explained well. Craters are dense on horizontal surfaces, sides and bottom, hard to notice any. I achieved very good results without deodorant. 
which I've been using for years now from Adidas. Most probably when I'm pointing the gun downwards, my arm is extended and the deodorant vapors cause craters. I hope that it's the deodorant as I'm going nuts. I'll let you know how it ends. Thank you. Hallelujah, Matthew. Uh, you know, I, I, I think we nailed it. And, and I'm really pleased that we have. Now, I did a little digging, my friends. And guess what? Silicone materials are very commonly formulated into antiperspirants. Uh, if you do a, do a, a online search for silicones and antiperspirants, uh, there's a product called Miracil CM5, which is touted to provide several key benefits for antiperspirants and deodorants like soft and silky feel on the skin, easily spreading gliding effect, a good volatile carrier, excellent wetness protection, and non-staining on skin or clothing. So crazy as it may seem, think we nailed it this time, Matthew. It was the deodorant, and I kind of feel a little bit for your co-workers, but sometimes you got to take one for the team to get the job done. Good luck with your future coding application. Let's keep in touch. Someday I hope to meet you in Malta. Warm regards, Joe. And powder coating fans, you're going to love our next uh, episode. We're going to switch up our format a little bit, and uh, by popular request, we're going to have an interview with one of the experts in the industry. This one is with a guy who knows all sorts of things about UV curable powder coatings. His name's Andrew Walton. He's with Keyland Polymer and also their sister company, DVUV. So stay tuned for that one. And as always, you can find all of our episodes on our website. That's askjoepowder.com. But you don't have to go to the website to listen to it. If you want to use your normal podcast apps, uh, you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can ask your smart device, your Alexa, or your Google Home, and they should all be able to find it as well. And regarding... uh podcast apps uh feel free to subscribe and you will never miss an upcoming episode if you want to send in your own question for joe our email address is askjoepowder at yahoo.com or you can call and leave a message on our voicemail that's one four seven eight two ask joe that's one four seven eight Two two seven five five six three. Rock over London, rock on Chicago. And remember, keep your powder dry. Thank you for listening to the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Gama. Whether you're the shop manager, system engineer, or powder coder, once you decide to make Gama an integral part of your shop, you'll understand how simple it is to be so productive. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. 
and be sure to mention Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gamma. <laughs> does Joe Powder have an opinion about that? <laughs> well, of course he does. <laughs> and stop talking in the third person. But <laughs> regarding your uh, question about Arkham Horror,